Well, this is an opportunity for you to avoid the mistakes that basically I've made over the course of time. Uh, and you don't know what the mistakes are until you've done them yourself because, uh, you know, I guess experience is your teacher, right? I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this creative training tip is focusing on the mistakes to avoid in project-based learning. Um, if you're looking for what the heck is project-based learning, that was another podcast. But just to give you a rough idea, it's basically creating a project um, where you teach all throughout. It's not teach and then have them do something. It's basically um, having your learners create that project all throughout the course time. So what are some of those tips to avoid. I'm going to give you five. The first one is make sure it relates to the real world. Um, in, there are situations that are far and near simulations. We don't want a far simulation for project-based learning. In fact, we that would be kind of detrimental in this situation. We want it to relate to real life and have them creating something that they'll actually use back on the job. So figure out what are some of your participants' main um, goals or objectives. Maybe what is it that's their world? If it's new hires, what do you know about what they're going to be doing so that it applies directly to what they'll be using on the job? This is really looking at what you want them to remember for the next five years. It's all about the depth of what they'll go into. It's not a surface level teaching opportunity. This is going to get deep and it's going to be memorable for a long time. The second mistake to avoid is really getting into the product that they deliver versus the process. In project-based learning, the process is really what it's all about. And yet, sometimes we get so focused on the deliverable that we forget that the process is just as important. Um, the inquiry that they're creating, the questions that they're asking as they develop their project, whether it's online, live, um, we want to make sure that we give honor an homage to the inquiry that is really happening. That's basically the engine behind the train. You know, it's it's what gets it going. And so that's what we want to make sure we're focusing on, uh, having them and giving them guided questions, having them consider those and investigating those are really critical. The third mistake is not focusing on goals and objectives of the business and just having um, it be willy-nilly and it meets some objectives, but not all. We want to make sure that those business um, initiatives are really focused on. So, for instance, if a business goal for the year is to increase profitability or maybe it's to decrease uh, errors on the job, maybe it's to decrease number of safety um you know, concerns that happen. Whatever that is, your project-based learning, also known as PBL, needs to be focused on that area and making sure that you're meeting it and that they can demonstrate mastery around that, that process, that product development, that, that project that they're creating. Number four is assessing um, the you know the learning that's happening of the individual, not just the group. So 
through project-based learning, you're oftentimes going to be working in groups and you could fall victim to just looking at the group work and, and what comes out of that group versus what the individuals are doing throughout that project. So it's a matter of walking around, also having assessments along the way that people take individually versus as a group. Um, you know, maybe you want them to self-assess. Where are you at? I'm a big fan of that. Uh, when I was getting my master's degree, they had us assess ourselves. They also had us assess our peers. But ultimately, the teacher uh, gave you the grade. But when you do that, it really makes you analyze and think about how well am I really doing? The fifth mistake is not building collaboration into the culture of that class because it is so important. We're instructor-led, participant-centered, but it is really, really important that everyone feels a part of that group because there's a ton of collaboration that helps in uh, project-based learning. We want to make sure that it's meaningful and and powerful. Maybe you want to do that by creating some, you know, little challenges that get to that point. So, for instance, at our fall conference a few years ago, we did the marshmallow challenge. Um, we'll put the link to that down below, but that marshmallow challenge allowed groups to see how working together was so powerful. It the, by experiencing it, it makes it powerful. So that's what we're really looking at and focusing at to avoid those things, you know, making it too individual. Having the classroom not feel great is definitely an error to avoid. I'm Becky Pike Pluth with another creative training tip. This time, let's avoid these things versus implementing them. <laughs>